Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations. This is Kelly Fox and we are here to talk about the 12 Steps to Freedom. And today we are talking step number four, compassion, and we're going to talk about how understanding plays into that. My beautiful co-host, Terry Sarah, is not with us here tonight, but we do have a special guest coach back again, and we're excited to have her. Beth Dewey, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing good. Thank you. We appreciate you coming back. Oh, sure. I'm happy to do it. Yeah. So why don't we start off with you reminding our listeners a little bit about who you are and how you, what particular type of coaching you do. And then um, if you could just go right into compassion and what that, what that means to you. Sure, sure. I'm a certified life and business coach and a meditation teacher. And I just, my big love is helping others develop positive mindsets. They can have an impactful life. And a lot of people will, you know, one of my fortes is I'm like a negative self-talk debuster. So kind of cool. And I think that, yeah, it's kind of cool name to say. Um, I really feel negative self-talk is just so debilitating. And then if I could eradicate mm-hmm. it, that would be my first passion ever. Because as you know, as a fearless leader, you are, right? Um, mm-hmm. it, it's a tough, it's tough. You know, that's the thing that makes us fearful more, you know, like the negative self-talk yeah. and our monkey mind going on and on and on about it. So compassion is a big thing that I use in my coaching a lot. And it's really clearly starts with self-compassion and self-love. And that's really um, the basis for everything. And I find that um, we are the last people to give ourselves any kind of self-compassion. We could do it for somebody else. But when it comes to us, we're like the last on the list. And I was just, you know, it fascinated me when I figured this out a long time ago. And I got curious with myself and with my clients to see why those were things were happening, like kind of step back and, and see why we aren't being compassionate with ourselves. What are we not accepting about ourselves? Why can't we be gentler and kinder to ourselves, right? So mm-hmm. that's what I work on myself and help others by using meditation um, to create more of an understanding about it, about ourselves and about why compassion is actually super important. It's like a really healthy Mm -hmm. thing to do. (laughs) Don't you agree? Oh, yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I think that compassion is definitely the first step um, to most things that we do. Um, We have a thing in um, the the three foundational uh, things that we encourage um, at Fearless Living is um, compassion, uh, honesty, and personal responsibility. 
And we mm. we say compassion before honesty, right? Because if we're if we're honest first, then we're probably not going to be very kind. Um, so compassion, um, honesty, and then personal responsibility. So, um, yeah, we're very big on compassion. And I love that you said, um, what was it again? Uh, self uh, negative self talk oh, buster. Yeah, a negative um, self-talk buster, debuster. So I I just kind of, or a buster, you could say, because it's just so, you know, I do this all the time because that's when you're doing negative self-talk, you're judging yourself harshly, right, most of the time. Mm -hmm. And then when that happens, there's no compassion in in that vibrational level at all. Can't be. Judgment and and compassion um, are not in the same field. They're opposites. So if you have judgment, yeah. you can't have compassion. If you have compassion, you won't have any judgment because actually compassion in the pure sense means no judgment, total acceptance, self-acceptance, self-love, all that. That's in mm-hmm. my, my, my view. And I think yeah. it's, it's really important mm-hmm. to cultivate as much self-compassion. It's also, you know, another thing I was thinking about the other day, and this might be something that you probably do with some of your clients is almost like you need to have like a compassion savings account, like a, a savings <laughs> yeah. account where you can draw from it. So it's almost like you need to cultivate so much that you don't lose, you know, when something crazy happens in life and you have six children, I have three, mine are older, but it doesn't matter. Something in life happens. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a way of, you know, being able to withdraw without getting exhausted and going negative and depressed, you know, the whole thing Mm -hmm. um, by being able to give compassion freely to yourself and others. um, It really behooves you to really have a lot more in the deposit of compassion, self-compassion in your savings account. Right. Right. Yeah. We talk a lot about having a a full cup and giving Mm. from our overload overflow instead of, um, you know, our last drop. I think for a long time I almost prided myself on the fact that I would, I I was so giving, I would give of my last drop. Um, mm. But that's really, really not um, actually good for, for either person in the scenario um, because when you're giving – your last drop, you're also giving, you know, resentment and expectations and, um, you know, a bunch of other stuff that you don't really want to give the other person. But you right, are right. because you're giving, it, you're giving it with your last drop. If you give from your overflow, then there's no, uh, no need for the other person to reciprocate in any way. They don't have yeah. to say thank you. They don't have to give you anything back. Nothing has to come of it in any form, um, and you're still good with it because you're giving you're giving it from your overflow. So I love that you I love that you bring that up. We talk about that a lot. Having a full cup is really something that is important to both Terry and I, and it's not something you can do once, right? Um, no, right. I created this morning routine. I've talked about that a lot on the show, and um, 
it's not enough though, right? I, I do this whole routine <laughs> in the morning so I can set myself up for the day. But things happen throughout the day that take me um take me under, right? Under right. full. Right. So right. I have to continue to do things throughout the day to um to bring myself back up so that when the kids get home from school, I'm not half empty. You know, I'm ready right. to start tackling what I have what I have going on, you know, each part of the day, not just in the morning to get them out the door. Um so yeah, uh it's it's definitely an important process to know what those things are that fill your cup and compassion right. definitely can be one. And um, what I was going to say before is um, when you said busters, we actually have a term called fear busters, and it's what <laughs> we refer to as our support system. Um, our, oh. su- our support system is our fear busters. So um, that is another way of of helping ourselves to have compassion, and I think also to in um, expand our understanding. When we have people around us who see us truly as, as we are, not this altered version that we might be um, thinking that we are, right, because we're, mm-hmm. we've, fear has been beating us down, they can remind us who we are and help us understand a situation from a different view and understand ourselves from a different view. And I think that that's really important um, component of of compassion is to have a team of people around you that you can go to when you're in need of compassion and you find yourself on the depleted side so that they can help fill your cup um, oh, or fill up right. your reserve um, by giving right. you compassion. And... Um, and so, yeah, I I love that uh, you said both those things. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, right. We must we must be on the same page, you know, psychically there. Yeah. So, um, one of my one of my tools that I use frequently, and I use this in coaching, and um, and I think I talked about it on the last time I was on a little bit was that I did that five finger centering thing, which is one way to fill oh, your mm-hmm. cup and create more compassion for yourself. But I think the biggest thing that I, I find important, and you could do this all during the day because it doesn't take very long either, it's another thing about just do heart-centering breathing. Like put your hand on your heart mm. and you just breathe, you know, a, you know, take a breath in for four, four count and just release for four and know that you're filling your, you know, your savings account, right, or your cup, mm-hmm. your heart, your soul, you're filling it up with good oxygen, good air, clean air, no judgment air, right? And then you're releasing mm-hmm. anything that you're stressed about, anxious about, upset, resentful, whatever, out on your exhale. Mm-hmm. And you do this a couple of times holding, and you will feel much better. And just a couple of times, you just have to go through a couple of cycles, and then, you know, right before the kids come home, you can do it again, you know. Yeah. So then you're filling that up during the day. And it's just like some people do, um, you know, uh, if they have a lot of stress and feel 
that they really don't have a lot of compassion for themselves. They have a lot of negative self-talk. I know people that just mm-hmm. go jogging for 30 seconds in their office up and down, right? And they're breathing hard mm-hmm. and then they just let it all out. They let it all go. And then they go, I feel better. I'm more grounded now. I can have, you know, I feel, I feel more composed, you know, they would say something like that. Mm-hmm. So those are yeah, some, that's one of my things I use. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, we talk about how sometimes it's, you know, just to pause and breathe can be so Mm -hmm. powerful. And it sounds so simple, but it's something you can do anywhere, right? You don't, um, certain things, you know, that you might have as proactive behaviors, you can't just do anywhere, right? While you're sitting at the table or while you're, um, having a conversation or or whatever, you can't just you know walk away or something. But you can you can pause <laughs> and breathe, right? You can yeah. you know be mindful you about your breathing. Right, and I think that's important. Um, everybody has a way they're comfortable with it, right? So make it important. But mm-hmm. the thing I want to um, point out mostly is that when you're doing it, really bring in knowing that there's good oxygen coming into you. You know, you you own your mm-hmm. breath. No one else can make you not breathe. And so, you know, they really, well, unless something violent yeah. happens, which I hope that wouldn't happen. But I'm just saying the breath is just visualizing that good breath coming in, that clean, pure yeah. love. That'll really fill your heart mm-hmm. up and you'll have way more self-compassion in the moment. And it breaks everything in the mind. You can't have a negative self-talk when you're doing that. I don't know if you realize that. Mm-hmm. When you're taking a yeah. deep breath and a pure breath in, there is nothing going on in your brain because you're literally bringing in and focusing on that breath. So everything mm-hmm. else stops. The resentment, the expectations, the self-negative talk, all of those, gone. So mm-hmm. that's why it's so important. Um, and that's why I teach it so much because it's so important for us, for our wellness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I know. Um Anytime we can visualize, I, I, there, there's a few things that I that I do when uh, when I visualize. Um, like I don't, I don't know if this is what you guys do in your family, but in our family, um, anytime you uh, you know bump yourself or get your feelings hurt or or what, there's um, magic mommy kisses. <laughs> so oh, um, that's so cute. <laughs> When um, when I give them a, a kiss, I imagine whatever is hurting them coming out, and I am breathing into them um, a bright light. And oh, so that's one of the things that I visualize. And then another thing that I do is when I'm in the shower, I visualize everything that doesn't serve me coming off of me and down and going down the drain. And that oh, wonderful. is yeah. really, really um, a great practice that I've, I've started. I got the idea from uh, Trish March, another coach that comes on the show regularly. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I've started, I used to just be doing it, running the water over my chest where like my heart is and just ask, you know, just saying, just let it go. Um, but I've started doing um, my shoulders and my back and my head and just different areas of my body that I wasn't doing before because I have a lot of 
tension in my shoulders. Um, and so there's obviously something there that needs to be released. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, so I've just been, I've just been visualizing, letting all of that go and it just running down the drain. And that's been really powerful, powerful for me, but it's, it's also an act of compassion, right? That you're, right. um, that you're having for yourself. I love that you mentioned tools and I, um, if our listeners don't aren't familiar with what uh, Beth was talking about with the five fingers, um, it is on the Fearless Generation Facebook page. Um, if you just go down until you see Beth's picture again, it will be there. Um, but uh, also, you can contact. Um, you can uh, look up Beth. I'm sure on her uh, Facebook page or website. What would be the best way for them to to see you um, and to get that five Oh, five um, finger probably, cool. probably just um, going to my website, um, which is B, the letter B conscious and the letter U.com. So it's all one word. Um, mm-hmm. That would be the easiest. And they can just request it from there. So they'll find my email, contact me, and then I can send it to them. That might be the easiest for them. I could put it up. I haven't done that in a while, so maybe I'll put it up on my website, too. I'm not my website, my Facebook page, I meant. Yeah. Uh, so, listeners, yeah, if you're wanting to um, see that again, please go to Beth's uh, website, Be You, no, Be Conscious You. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm <laughs> like, did I say it right? Well, it's spelled um, com. I know it's complicated. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Um, yeah, so go check that out. And um, also she mentioned the heart-centered um, breathing. And um, we talked about visualization. Um, another one that I really love that supports me to have compassion is seeing seeing innocence. And oh, yeah. one of the ways that I I practice it probably the most is when I'm driving. And um, you know, people do crazy things when they drive. And uh especially when they do it in front of you, you tend to have maybe <laughs> a little bit of anger towards them. And so I, I, I practice seeing their innocence um, and that, you know, they're not purposely doing this to irritate me and um, that there is no ill intent on their part. And most of the time people don't have ill intent and we are all just trying to, um, you know, take one step in front of the other as best as we can and uh, so just kind of giving everyone the benefit of the doubt, but also myself. So mm-hmm. um, seeing innocence is a really, a really big one for me. Yeah, that's, that's a great. Thank you for sharing that. That's nice. Um, I, I used to, um, and I still do, practice sometimes. You know how you might wake up on the wrong side of the bed <laughs> and even, you yeah. know, you're worried about your day, you're overloaded, you already know that you're going to, you know, might not get all your um, practices you like to do in the morning. Another quick thing that I do besides the breath work, which I always do all the time, is if I'm driving, like you just mentioned just now, 
I would just like, even if I don't feel like it, I will put, I will just put a smile on my face and I'll start Mm -hmm. driving with a smile on my face. And all of a sudden, even if people are being mean, it gets me into this space in my mind is just like a clear slate. I don't Mm -hmm. have any animosity to anybody, myself, whatever. It just kind of zends me out. I don't know what it is about that smile. (laughs) You should try it sometime. Just pretend smile and then try to feel into your smile and just breathe into your smile. Mm -hmm. And it shifts your whole outlook. So you will see the innocence, right? You will see that in others. Um, It's it's a really beautiful, I've had people really stressed out and and tested that in, in like the, the Bay Area and, and California and San Francisco and really stressed out going to work and they're, you know, talking to me on the phone and I'm coaching them and then they're like, I'm like, just, just, just for a second, can you just try to put a smile? Stop yelling at those people <laughs> while you're talking to me. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of like, I just, I just kind of talk them through the breathing with it and smile and they're like, oh my gosh, I feel so much better. Holy smokes. Mm-hmm. So that's just another little quick thing. That again, it stops the mind from, you know, and the emotion around it, right? Because yeah, sometimes I'm not actually, sure if we feel the emotion first and then we react, or do we, re- you know, yeah. or are we, re- are we reacting prior to actually feeling annoyed, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it depends on your awareness level, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, there's actually a study. Uh, they did a study on, or there's, I don't know, I've heard this somewhere, that um, just the act of smiling, it, the muscles in your face, like, to to smile, it, like, um, it really does change, uh, it changes uh, your, I don't know, like, your, your brain, and that allows you to, uh, you know, like... It, I can't even put the right words together, but like it's another thing. Like when you like power stances, or um, mm-hmm. you know, being having your arms, you know, wide open or whatever, and it it's just like your body. It, it's like a cue to your body to um, relax, you know, to feel better. Right. Yeah. To relax, to feel better, to ground yourself, to not um, react with a fight, flight, freeze response. You know, like somebody's attacking yeah. you. So it's just calming down those neurotransmitters in that realm. Yeah. So it's 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 pretty powerful all these tools. And I think when we are talking about tonight, um, focusing on understanding, is how do we understand ourselves better so that we can be a shining light to compassion for ourselves and others? You know, I was thinking about Absolutely. that before I got yeah, on this I call. Yeah, at Fearless Living, everything always starts with you, right? So you have mm-hmm. to have compassion for yourself and um, before you can have it for others. And you definitely need to understand um, what that, you know, what that compassion, you know, what it looks like, what it feels like, um, you know, for yourself before you can then translate that into what, what would you having compassion for someone else look like or feel like. Um, right. Yeah. We definitely have to start everything with ourselves. And, you know, last month, this step was connection. And I really feel like you do have to connect with yourself to understand, um, you know, where it is that 
you're having compassion for yourself where it is that you're not. Because I think that there's and there's lots of different aspects of our lives and some things we can do better than others, right? And in some mm-hmm. areas we might we might have compassion for ourselves but in others we don't. And so just really oh, yeah. um Upping, upping your awareness around all of that and seeing, okay, right here when I'm doing this, I don't have any compassion for myself. How can I, how can I practice having more compassion here? You know. Exactly. It really does stem with awareness. Yeah, and I just find that um, from my perspective and and where when I with clients too, it always comes down to the lack of willingness to forgive. And it's always something mm-hmm. like in the past that would come up again. And then, then, then there's mm-hmm. like a hole and then there's pre-acting before it actually even is going to happen again. And if they can disrupt that habit and form a new one, that's better with a new practice, like you saying of all the practices we talked mm-hmm. to tonight about um, that will shift and that will create um, more self-compassion and they can get, they can step you know, through and actually learn to let go and forgive, you know, so it, it, um, it creates more in their cup, as you would say, the cup would fill up higher with more self-worth, self-love, et cetera. And it's so important to really look at that deep connection within yourself and understand why, you know, you, you question why, why am I, it's like that curiosity thing. Why am I doing that? You know what the what's the fear that's coming up, right? And yeah, uh, definitely. And I think that's just um, super important to always practice that self compassion, because the world really needs us to be more compassionate. Because there's a lot of yeah. a lot of stress out there, right? <laughs> yeah, a lot of stress. And I think that we're we're always judging ourselves more than someone else is. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, you know, I try to think about if if my best friend was going through this situation, what would I say to her? Um, would I ever tell, you know, my child what I tell myself? Right. You know, different right. things like that. And I actually, I actually have a picture of myself when I was, I don't know, three or four on my phone. And it's it's my lock screen on my phone. And so I look at her and I say, okay, if am I going to tell her that she's not good enough? No, mm. I'm not going to tell her. So why am I telling the 41-year-old me that she's not good enough? Right. right? It's the same girl. It's the same girl. But when we look at the, the cute little chubby face, you know, four-year-old, <laughs> of course we wouldn't say it to her, right? But it's the same right. girl inside. It's the same little girl inside that's been dealing with everything and, you know, that you've been dealing with, and you would never say that to her. So I think that um, compassion is is super important. Um, and I, I really think that our listeners have gotten a lot of tools tonight. I thank you, uh, Beth, for being here and sharing um, sharing what you have and also sharing of yourself. We really appreciate that. And um, I wanted to give you a moment to talk to our listeners about the book group that you have coming up. 
Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. Um, I am actually um, together with another um, coach, certified coach. Um, we are put together a Live Boldly, the Self-Mastery Virtual Book Club. And what's so cool about this is it's all online. And what's wonderful is you're connecting with people all over that you would, may have never met before. And we're creating a safe environment to really go deeply and explore um, explore stuff that you would like to spend time with and you've never been able to be in a book club. Some people don't have the time to do it. And all these, mm-hmm. uh, the Zoom is the platform and it's all going to be recorded. And there's, and where our first book is The Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown, which is her big thing awesome. is courage, connection, and compassion. <laughs> so awesome. um, that's coming up in February. And that's information's on my website too and on my uh, Facebook page too. So thank you for asking me about that. All right, great. Yeah, so listeners, make sure that you go to Fearless Generations. You can click on uh, Beth's name there. It's highlighted. And that will take you to her Facebook page where you can find all out all about her upcoming book group as well as the five-finger tool that um, she talked about earlier as well. Um, we thank you, Beth, so much for being on. We are completely out thank of time. You. And <laughs> thank um, you. we just want to remind all of our listeners that the 12 Steps to Freedom come to you by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And you can find out more about her at fearlessliving.org. And until next week, everyone, be fearless. <laughs>